0: Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. So let's jump right in to today's episode. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is self-first is not selfish. Putting your oxygen mask on first is the only way you'll truly be able to help those that you actually want to help. We feel shame and guilt because we're not doing for others first and putting ourselves last, normally just because that's what we've been taught. That's what we've seen demonstrated to us time and time again, sacrificing ourselves for others. And that is so not the case you must put your oxygen mask on first in order to actually be able to serve those that you want to serve. Giving from an empty cup isn't helping anyone. Just imagine if you were at 100% how much you could truly give and how much you could truly help those you want to serve. So please remember, self-first is not selfish. This week's guest, Danielle D. Washington is creating a wellness revolution movement for women of color to heal and live a life they truly desire. As a certified Reiki master and meditation facilitator, Danielle mixes her training with her intuitive gifts to guide women through their healing journey to discover their own light. She's the host of the Hello Well with Danielle podcast and founder of the Rogue Experiences, curating intimate wellness travel experiences for busy black and brown women ready to unplug. Danielle also is the author of Travel Is My Therapy and the Redefine Your Mindset 21-Day Journal. Her mantra is, put your mask on first, which stands as a reminder that making yourself a priority is the ultimate act of self-love. Hello, 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 Pam. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have you. I'm super excited. First and foremost, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, you know, this is this is my new territory, but I want everybody to meet all of the goody-goody greatness that's surrounding me. And so I really appreciate you coming on to share with the people.
1: Well, I love you. You were on my podcast as well. And so this is like this mutual love. So it is mutual in love. And I'm super excited to have you doing this podcast because people need to hear your message.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So they've already heard all about you via your bio, but you want to tell them a little bit
1: about you? So I was born and in- no, I'm joking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> By your river. technically not far from a river (laughs) really where i grew up it's it's a low-key random story where i grew up has all these canals so if the bridge is broke an earthquake we'd be sol because uh there's you have to cross a bridge to get over um one way or another to get out of the water so it's like this all these little little canals it reminds me of amsterdam but not as cute and not as fun. (laughs) But I'm from the Bay Area, so if you hear the word hella, don't be shocked. It is my favorite word, and it comes out so naturally, outside of that in my Italian. Um, But I am Danielle Washington. I am the host of the Hello Well with Danielle podcast, as well as the founder of Rogue Experiences, which is a travel company that curates intimate trips for women of color who are busy, overworked, and in need of a break and are ready to take their self-care to another level. Uh-huh. So that's me. I went and duh and I'm a Reiki master. I was, you know, it's one of those things like, oh yeah, and I'm a certified Reiki master. <laughs> I forget about that some days.
0: <laughs> that's the, it's just natural too. It's just, it just comes. It so. is
1: natural. And it was one of the things that I had to come to terms with that I'm a healer. Mm-hmm. Not only am I a certified Reiki master, but I am an intuitive and I have these intuitive gifts that I've been using all my life, but I just wasn't ready to accept that.
0: That's, that's real life. That's real life. Cause there've been some gifts that I was like, you know, God, I really don't want that
1: one. Can you take Mm that one away? (laughs) Can I get, can I exchange this? Cause you know, like, like, is there like a gift exchange, like a return fund, like um, customer service? Exactly.
0: (laughs) So no, that's, and, and being ready to embrace that is, You have to be ready to embrace those things in order to really do the good that you're supposed to do with those things. So I totally, totally understand that. So I want to jump into the goody goodness. You know, I got questions, the ABCs to clarity. And for you, I'm I'm so excited to talk to you today. (laughs) I really, (laughs) really am. So they already know A is accept, B is believe, and C is connect the dots and with people. And so with you, this is going to be so good. So let's jump right on in. The first question that I always ask is what's something you had to have or still have to accept about your past, present, or future for you to free, uh, excuse me for you to be free to ignite and reach the heights of your business that you want to get to.
1: So your questions were bomb. <laughs> I was like, okay, dang, this feels like I'm back in school. I'm at like the pressure. But um, that's just because that's the Virgo in me. That was like, oh, I got to do it this way. And so anyway, but it also made me think uh, your questions were very reflective. And how did I get to where I am today? And to be honest, the one of the things I had to accept and I'm still having to accept that I'm meant to lead, that I am meant to help others. Like I like I like low key and I'm not so low key anymore, but I've been low key saying I want to be the Harriet Tubman of wellness. I want to be like, cause I always feel like wellness is this thing where people are like you have to do it this way and you need to be in these skinny jeans, you need to detox and you need to eat well and be vegan. Nah, no, sis, wellness is like a custom made pair of jeans. And I want people to know that it's supposed to be what's right for you and not what everyone else is doing. And that it's all about your own journey. But it's like, I may be a little bit further ahead, but I want to help shine the light, my light so you can see your light. But I have been fighting this leadership all my life. I have been fighting it in a way that As a child, I knew I was meant to change. I knew there was a social justice. And for me, the social justice I'm fighting is women of color, not taking care of themselves and not putting themselves first. But like, I've always knew it was meant to do something and make a change in this world. But I was like, nah, not me. I'm like, ah, that that must've been dreaming. But I felt it since I was a kid, but I fought it all my life in that mindset situation that I was like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Oh, I have to do this before I could lead. I need to do that before I could lead. Was all me saying to myself, nah, this wasn't, you weren't meant to be that. And I do like different readings because I don't know, that's just me. That's just me. So I'm like, I've gone to get, a, you know, my niddle chart read. I've gotten, you know, my numerology. I've done the Caustic records. I've done, you know, an EFA reading. I've, you know, gone to a Bablo and Santeria. All of them say, sis, you were meant to lead and you were powerful. And I like, look at them like, oh, maybe I should go to the next person. When I was able to accept that I don't need to keep in this validation and that it's already within me, that's been the game changer
0: that's good and you know what stuck out well first I've had the natal and um a few other things but you said some ones that I don't know about so now I'm like ooh, what's that but which one?
1: I'm, like, I'm like which one
0: everything <laughs> after um something record Akashic records yes I had starting with that one and on I, I haven't heard of those so
1: do you want to talk about that do you want me to talk offline <laughs>
0: We'll, we'll talk offline and then we okay. might come back and bring it to the people. <laughs> they might need to know about these things. Because I truly believe, you know, if religion is a funny thing is what I'll say. And when it's run by humans, it can be misconstrued, right? We mm-hmm. We tend to make it mean what we want it to mean when we want it to mean whatever we want it to mean, right? But what I do also honestly believe is that God made people smart enough and gave them gifts to do certain things and that a lot of the unknowns is what scares people and they don't want to do the work to find out the truth behind it all right and so I know I have friends that I'm like yeah I got a tarot card reading and they're like I don't do that stuff and I'm like okay but at the end of the day for me it's literally learning to read and understand the stars and what that means at the date and time that you were born and how you came into this world and your manifestation of what you're supposed to do in this world based on the stars. That's, that's my interpretation, right? Yeah. And so I was like, ooh, interesting. And so, you know, I'm, I'm all about respecting other people's space and boundaries, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I I encourage people to learn learn those things that you don't know because a lot of times it's not it's not as bad as it seems. Um, and I'm one for systematic issues being a cause of our downfall throughout life. And there are some things that we are taught culturally and historically not to dive deeper into because yes. someone was
1: against. <sighs> They knew that if we knew, things could be different, right? And it's comical Um, because I hear people like, oh, my God, why are you into, you know, why are you into crystals? You know, that's, you know, that's the devil's work and woo, woo, woo. I'm like, you need to check yourself in your Bible because crystals were in the Bible. King Solomon's, you know, temple was made of all these different crystals that you see people utilizing. And so people don't realize that, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, half the thing, like reiki and you know getting your tarot read and all these other things are so woo woo but the reality of it all it's not woo our ancestors have been using these things and healing in all these ways since the beginning of time and we're just now reconnecting as a culture with it because we're thinking oh that you're taking stuff from the others but no, we we started this stuff and people don't realize that and it's in the bible
0: yeah yeah so you know we we either choose to want to know better and do better or we don't you know and so but nice. i i'm one for putting the information out there um and and letting them do what they will with it so guys if you're interested in knowing more i'm gonna direct you to danielle <laughs> <laughs> um there are a few other people out there that i know like and love and trust um Tamil from Overflow. I don't know if you know about her. Mm -mm. I found out about her from another friend. She's the tarot card reader that I um, uh, started following her on Instagram. And then she has a membership and a community that she fosters. And um, she incorporates, you know, Bible and she incorporates, excuse me, And she incorporates trap verses, which speaks to my heart as well. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, and so a lot of times I'll listen to um, my reading because she'll do general readings for each month mm-hmm. for all the different signs, and I'm like, "Come through with the outcast," and it just makes it sink in even even more. You know, I'm feeling holy. You know. So is it
1: astrology or is it tarot reading?
0: Tarot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hers is specifically tarot, so. Um, but yeah, I love her, so I'll tag her in the. In the show notes and stuff, and I'll share her with you on Instagram. But she- no,
1: she's great. I would also, if you're looking in for uh, astrology, mm-hmm. Noelle, the Vibologist, mm. Fire. I would definitely check her out. She is someone who I discovered on Clubhouse, and I also, you know, follow her on Instagram. But she has such a gift and knowledge of breaking it down and mm-hmm. making sure that it is for us. But also she really, she gives like a part of her patron, she'll give you your own personalized monthly, this is what's up. And so, you know, cause like, we'll go online and we'll look at the like, okay, this is what it says for this sign. No, this is for you at your birth time and your birthplace. And it's just been so informative. And again, I, I don't say that I like, I follow everything or everything that's said, it's a tool. Just like, you know, we use a tool like a hammer to do something or whatever. It's a tool and it's one tool in my tool belt to get to what I call living hello. well.
0: I'm, I'm so happy you said that because, yes, you know, I don't think anything in life we're supposed to take it as verbatim and exactly. And it yeah. is just that a tool that that is perfect. Yes. OK, so. What's one thing you must believe to achieve? We know it's a cliche, but there's some facts in it. Mindset is a real thing and what you believe you manifest and it starts with that. So what's that one thing you believe you have to believe in order to achieve?
1: I could believe I could fly. I'm joking. I believe I can't sing. Um, <laughs> and I didn't mean to <laughs> snort either, but it comes out every blue moon. Um, for me, I believe that you have to believe you're worthy of abundance. And that sounds cliche, but yo, you know, I've been doing this you know, entrepreneur thing for a bit, but I until I started believing that I was worthy... Honey, I was self sabotaging. Things great would come in my way, like I had opportunities with different magazines and different brands, and I would, I would just self 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 sabotage it without realizing that I was self sabotaging it. Um, and a great book I read was um, "The Big Leap" by Guy Something. I don't know. It's great. It's a great book, but it really helped me realize that my how my living beliefs were getting in the way and. Once I was able to believe I was worthy of abundance, honey, it's been a game changer.
0: Mm, That's that's true. That's true. Because, you know, I tell people all the time, like if they if you've heard my story, I always say I was born into survival mode Mm. and it was normalized for me. So having that mindset of lack. Was was a hindrance and it did caused me to self-sabotage and I literally did not realize it until college I had a professor and she's like your paper was absolutely amazing until the very end and you do this every single time you self-sabotage her exact words at the very end and I was like no I don't <laughs> yeah we're like we're In looking, my head, so right? doing all these great things what are you talking about but she was right and that one time I knew she was right because I started ahead of time so I could go play, right? But time snuck up on me and I was like, I'm done, right? And so that is really real. And it took somebody else telling me those exact words for me to even realize it. And from that day forward, I was like, something's got to give. But even then it took what? Almost two more decades? Mm Mm-hmm. For me to really get to the point of saying, okay, this is what thriving is supposed to look like yeah, and this is what we're going to do. And I always believed that there was more, but that belief that I deserved the more was the difference.
1: Yeah. And definitely, you know, I worked with a business coach (laughs) who was amazing. Like I was in a mastermind and I learned so much about how to run a business. But it didn't matter how much training I could have learned from like, I don't know, Oprah or every any anyone you think is successful. Because everything I learned, it was great. But if I wasn't willing to believe that that could happen for me, it was like, well, it was almost wasting my money at the time.
0: So very true. So very true. And I always want people to look at me and say, because she could, I can. Because there were others that I was like, now I know if she can, I can. Because- <laughs> You're a little, you know. Like, um- <laughs> honey, how's she? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? And I had a conversation with, and then I'll get back on topic, but I had a conversation with a close friend. And it was basically how do, because we're, we're taught normally to be humble as a culture. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we feel that instead of living to our level of greatness, we'll We'll lower our levels of, yes, to make them feel comfortable Mm -hmm. instead of getting them to come up to our level. Right. And so, and when we do that, it's, it's, it's looked as boastful or bragging. And I had to tell them it's not, if it's the facts, if it's the truth, it's not boastful. It's not bragging. You're not doing it to put someone else down. And if you continue to do what you do, you're going to not help that young girl that's looking at you saying, because of you, I can like that whole movement started for a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, And so I really want people to look at it and say, Hey, okay, she bumped her head. Maybe I don't bump my head that way. We all have our own lessons to learn, but because of her, I can. So, and that you do deserve so mm-hmm. I'm glad that you you threw that one out there because you're right. If you don't believe it, you can go and be a knowledge hoarder for the rest of your life and do absolutely nothing with it. Yep, okay. years
1: mm-hmm. years spent learning, 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 and not and that whole thing about perfection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, oh, it has to be perfect, <laughs> so right. I can't do this. I can't put it out yet because it's not. Virgo style. Perfect. And I just, and, and the perfection was an excuse and it was a shade over what was the real situation was I didn't feel I was worthy.
0: Come, come step on somebody's toes today. Okay. (laughs) Please tap dance all over them because that is the truth for most of us. Um, that is so the truth for most of us. Yeah? Yeah. Recovering perfectionist. Yeah. And it's a day-to-day, day-to-day struggle, day-to-day struggle. Okay. So let's see. Um, What's one belief you had to unlearn in order to achieve your level of success?
1: For me, I had to unlearn that as an entrepreneur, that I had to be in this hustle hard, like mode, but also on top of that, that I had to buy into the strong black woman persona. Um, And that was a hard one to learn for me. Um, A couple of years ago, I don't know if you know kind of my background story, Um, I had six people die in one year. And like two of them were like my everything. One of them was my cousin who was like my mother, my sister, my therapist, my interventionist. She was everything to me. And she, you know, passed away from cancer and I cared for her. And I cared good for one of my aunts as well. And I was so proud like when she passed away, I went back to, I was working like that. I was like, I didn't cry at the funeral. Um. Well, let me phrase that. I didn't cry inside the funeral. I went outside and fell on the ground so no one could see me because I was like I was a strong. I was you know you know planning the funeral so it was like I gotta be strong. Um. But I went back to work and I was so proud of myself. I'm like, look at me. You know, I didn't miss a beat. You know, I'm planning this event and I had three different friends who don't know each other all say the exact same thing. They're like, sis, you're 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 grieving. You're being passive aggressive. You know you're you're being dismissive. Like you need a break, and I'm like the first two. I was like, they've lost their mind. They just don't know me. Like they they're putting their they're putting their issues onto me. Um, I'm fine. I'm good. And then when the third friend, who was a really good friend who was close to me, I remember him calling me and him saying and like him being a little bit nervous. And he's never nervous when he calls. And he's like, sis, you're grieving you know, you're being dismissive, you're being aggressive. And like, you need to take a break, you need to allow yourself to grieve. And that's when it finally hit me. It was like, okay, I have a choice. because I've been here before. I've been in the situation where life gave me these moments to like either change or suffer later on. And so what does any person do? i got offline got out of my business for a second and you know ghosted the world and went to bali <laughs> cuz who doesn't go to bali <laughs> and in that time i thought i'm just going to i had my becoming by Michelle Obama i had my journal i picked this most remote beautiful location i'm going to type a self care my my you know pains and grief away within 3 days i had 3 days to do it and then i was going to go to the beach party it up and whatever Jatia, that so didn't work out because every time I tried to journal or try to, you know, type A my self care to, to make it work, I would get a headache and my head were hurting. I couldn't think, I couldn't breathe. And then it got to the point where I was like, I just had to sit there. And I sat there and I had to recognize that I needed a break and that I needed to surrender and that this wasn't a hustle hard moment. This wasn't a be a strong black woman moment. This was tap into you, tap into what's going on, and know that you needed this time right here to breathe. And so once I came back from Bali, I came back with another mindset that A, the answers are with all within me. B, I don't have to continue to hustle, 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 hustle because that doesn't work for me. I need breaks to tap into my creativity, tap into source, tap into God, because when I'm going, going, going on the hamster wheel, I, it doesn't work for me.
0: Girl, it doesn't work for most of us, but that's what we, that's what we've been ingrained. You know, it's like, we're already playing catch up. So you got to do more just to keep up. Right. Yep. Nevertheless, get ahead. And, yep. and when you said headache, I was like, Ooh, the stress. That unconscious stress, that stuff that we try to push away, still shows up and rears its head. Um, and most time it does it in our health. Mm-hmm. And we're wondering, you know, oh, that runs in our family. No, stress runs in our family. <laughs> not eating well runs in our family. Not exercising. Um, the way we cope, because that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's not
1: dealing, it's coping. Yeah. And that
0: coping mechanism isn't always the healthiest.
1: No, I agree with you. And like part of what I do as a Reiki master, and a lot of people don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is a Japanese technique of stress reduction and relaxation. And the way I like describe it, it's like, think if you have a room full of like all these clothes everywhere, they're just, it's all over the house and it's just messy. What Reiki does is it folds up all the clothes and puts them up neatly. neatly. And that's your energy and your emotions or our body. Our emotions and our energy are all out of whack. And when we think we have this back pain or neck pain, it's really some other thing that you're thinking, it's a mindset situation, but we don't realize that there's a connection between the two. And when your body's out of sort, it's going to show up one way or another. So when you're having emotional trauma or you're stressed or other things are just out of whack, it's going to show up in your body. And we don't pay attention to it. And like like you said, people think, oh, I'm just, this runs in my family. It is what it is. You know, I just have high blood pressure. Nah, you're just, your emotions are messing up your body and you're not paying attention to the, how it affects you.
0: So very, that's a great analogy Reiki. Like one I've never heard before, but it's, that is a great analogy because anyone who knows. Laundry can be a stressor. It's like you have those people there, like, Yeah, I, I don't mind doing the laundry, but the folding stresses me out. Yeah. Um, so that is a great, great analogy. Because mm-hmm. the mind is a powerful, powerful thing.
1: It's so it good. is, and our body is giving us signs every single day about what's going on with us with our mind. But mm-hmm. we don't listen oftentimes.
0: Girl, and a lot of times we hear it and we be like, shush, shh. shh, shh. Yeah. I got not,
1: not, not right now. I have these other pr- other priorities that I should be doing.
0: Exactly, exactly. Priorities—that's a whole other
1: whole conversation.
0: Okay. So, what's one belief you have that you want your clients to instill in them?
1: So, for me, one belief I really want my clients to instill is that we're at war. Our self-care is at war and that life, living the life that you truly desire is revolutionary. And what do I mean by saying that it's revolutionary is that we're taught to show our love, we need to sacrifice. We're taught that that's how we validate who we are. Like to validate that I'm a good person, I need to show that I can sacrifice better than anyone else. And what makes self-care and self-love revolutionary is that you're, breaking up with that norm, you know, what the society that tells us we should be doing. Um, and I want them to know that that is the key to your success, but it's going, it's not always going to be easy with it because I think, you know, when you mean look at, you know, Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement, that didn't look so easy, but they stuck with it. Um, And you have your ego who, you know, is going to freak out when you start taking care of yourself, you start breaking these habits and start really loving on yourself and making yourself a priority. Your ego is going to freak out and be like, oh, wait, hold up, sis. You haven't sacrificed in a long time. Like you haven't done something for someone else that you know, you didn't really want to do. Like, uh, this feels awkward. Like we need to, we need to sacrifice. I'm like, you got that itch. Um, but you gotta be able to get past it. And that's that revolutionary act
0: hmm That's good. Um, that's so good, because that is what we're taught love is, mm-hmm. is a sacrifice. Um, and I, I always want to tell people, it's to me, love is selfless. It's not sacrificial. It is selfless, though. Um, but you got to love yourself first in order to be able to love others. Um, and that includes boundaries. That includes saying, I'm going to put my oxygen mask on first because mm-hmm. I really don't know how much oxygen is left in this cabin. And I do want to be able to give and serve and help others. But a lot of times we're like, no, let me go save them first. And you pass out in the floor because there's no more oxygen left. Where yeah. if you really, truly would have just put your mask on first, took care of you first, didn't do those things you didn't want to do. And just said, okay, today I'm tired. I'm going to rest. I know I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry I can't come through. But as long as I can refuel myself, I can be there for you at a later date and time. And unlearning that that's not the way to do it is very hard because it comes with guilt, shame, Mm -hmm. um, but- The
1: shoulds that you put on yourself and other people put on you, which is just literally a judgment.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And so, yeah, unlearning that one to relearn that self first is not selfish, is is a game changer. That's a and it one. even
1: goes back to what you were saying, like we want to give to everyone else before we give to ourselves. But if you really were honest with yourself, you ain't giving at hundred percent. So the people that you say you love and you want to give to, you're giving three percent or four percent because that's all you have versus if you gave to yourself first you could give at a higher level and that's love come on now
0: because we're like well at least we gave something everybody yeah they should be grateful and thankful supposedly of your scraps but really do they really want your scraps and is your scraps really what you want to give exactly and, you know, I always say give from your saucer, not from your cup, give from your overflow. So your cup always stays full. Um, you can't feed if you're not fed. Yeah. You, and so you gotta feed yourself first um, just so you can have enough energy or supply to give at the level that you truly wanna give and at the level that they truly need from you when you do give. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. How has embracing all aspects of you, like the whole thing, um, contributed to your success or equipped you to do what you do?
1: So how has embracing all of me helped me? Um, Embracing all of me has helped me realize that I'm not meant to stay in the box. I'm not meant to follow the path that everyone else has followed. And I'm one of those people who back in the day, you know, I would like Google, I'm like, okay, let's check to see, okay, they're all doing this. Okay, so let's just, we can, this is the right way to do it because that's what they're doing. Once I was able to embrace all of me, my intuition and all these different things and trust myself and surrender to know that God, source universe, ancestors, have me and I'm okay and I can do this. I was able to realize that I'm meant to do things differently and it's okay. It's okay to to carve out your own path. It's okay.
0: Come on now. And I do want to say this too for since we talked earlier about those who are like uneasy about certain things when it's just not Christianity or it's Yeah. Just, when they look at this new fad of ancestors as something strange but in the culture we're quick to be like a praying grandmama you're praying grandmama and you're praying and she's still praying that's your ancestors people i just wanted to highlight that Period. period but Because, you know, it's a new terminology, but so you find it strange, but I really want them to take away from this to uh, open mind and know that it's more than okay to be different. It's more than okay to be multi-passionate. That is your secret sauce. Yeah. Because looking like everybody else, how are your people supposed to find you? Exactly. Exactly. If everybody looks like Waldo, Waldo's never going to stand out. And it was hard enough finding Waldo in his stripes amongst everybody else on the page, right? So embrace that. I, I just recently realized that there was a piece of me, my events planning part of me that I haven't been using. And I was like, but that's like you. And so sneak peek uh, it's going to be involved soon and very soon to some things in the future. Because I was like, I'm telling people to embrace everything that is them and that's their secret sauce, but I'm neglecting that piece of me. Yeah. And I know if I bring it in, it's about to be on a popping. So yeah, it, it's more than okay. It's It should be encouraged. It should be celebrated. When people, you know, shame you for being different. Just be like, you know, all superheroes had things that people were afraid of. The Hulk turned green. Superman could fly. You know, those weren't normal things, but it made them super. And it allowed them to help so many different people. So embrace everything that is you and go make the world a better place. So, okay. Let's see. Last but not least. Any shout outs? Who's in your squad? Like who's help, who have you connected with that helped you with your success?
1: So (laughs) this one was the hardest one. And this is when I had to be honest with myself Mm -hmm. and just be honest here on this podcast. I have done a piss poor job of allowing people to be in my circle I have pushed people away because I felt like, oh, I have to be the strong black woman. I have to do it by myself. And, you know, I can be there for other people, but I wasn't able to allow people in to be there for me.
0: Mm, that's real. And, I,
1: and I do feel like I, you know, I have people who I know would put me in their circle, like, because I am helpful and I and I am a giver, but I have been a really bad receiver and I had to recognize that um, in my life. And I'm, it's something I've been working on more recently. Um, but because of that, I, I haven't allowed myself to have that community that I've wanted to have. Um, and it sucks, but it's the reality that I had to shine the light on and be aware about it, investigate it, and then make decision to choose to make a, cho- choose to make a change or not.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you're not alone. Um, I I mean, clearly Drake made a whole new a whole song, no new friends, right? So um, there are so many of us because it took me a while to even ask for help. Um, because I was like, oh, I don't want to bother them or did it, you know whatever the case may be. But once I did, it was a very humbling experience for me. Yeah. Um, because there was an overpouring of let me help you you helped me. And I'm just like, oh, it, like it really was a moment that I had to sit in. Um, And it was for an event and people were like, how do you feel? And I was like, humbled. And they were like, well, you should be excited. And, da, 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 da. and everybody was telling me how I should feel. Yeah. And I didn't feel that. I just literally wanted to cry from being humbled. Because I don't know why I didn't expect it, but I didn't, right? Yeah. But at that point is when I also realized that that was only successful because of them, and I and I had to go through that that phase, like you said, look at it in the eye, call a spade a spade, and then make a decision from there. And I can't say I didn't look back because um, everything in life with change takes time. Um, and there were times that I still tried to do it all on my own, but I was like, this is literally like building a house by myself. And if I just ask for some help, this could be done a whole lot faster and in better quality. So I am I'm here to support you as always.
1: Which I know you are, and that's the thing. I have people who I know who are supportive. There's people like you, I know people who have played a huge role in my life. Um, I believe um Lamar Tyler of Traffic Sales and Profit was a huge part of me getting to where I am, like I was in his mastermind. And he was the first person to bring on a life coach to work with on mindset. And that's when I started shifting the mindset coach I started working with was Precious Bivens, who was a game changer and was a straight talker who got me to get to where I am. Um, And then, you know, Paul Brunson. So there's people who have been really instrumental in me getting to where I am. And there's people who I've connected with, you know, through Patrice Washington, I've met people like you, I've met Nicole Roan, who is a capacity coach and so many other people who have been there and have showed me different ways, you know, being friends in a group with, you know, Gwen Jameer of Naturalicious and Sharice Jones of Sassy Jones has taught me that I am worthy. And that there's so many paths to get to where you want to be if you continue to go on your path and me getting to where I am, has gotten me to the point where I've recognized I need to build a community and that's what I've been working on. Um, But I had to first recognize that I need to stop pushing people away if I want a community.
0: Well, you know, what's so funny is like you, you just named a community, a community doesn't have to be the masses, you know? Um, And I'm guilty for not always staying in contact like I would like to. And I feel like the bad friends sometimes because I have those that constantly, well, not constantly, but consistently reach out and say, hey, how you doing? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I really should call people and And, you know, I'm trying to keep my head down and do the work so I can come outside and play. And, you know, I have all of those. But you do got the, you You have the community. And, yeah. and, and it, we just take your time and how you use us and just know that we're here so as long as you know we're here and you have the community I feel good <laughs> I love
1: it thank you and it's it's one of those things where we talked about it a little bit earlier the community where I kind of go to like where I physically and emotionally go to right now is my ancestors and that's new to me and uh, this is like brand spanking new to me um but it's where I go and like Though my cousin has passed doesn't mean I can't still talk to her. I know, yeah, definitely. It doesn't mean that, you know, my grandmothers and the queens that are part of my family can't be here to support me. Um, and I still have two other friends who I know were my rider died that have been with me for years who have seen the journey. Because um, I'm not the same person I was last year. And I'm sure the heck not the same person I was five years ago. I don't even recognize her. And God forbid, 10 years ago, she was in victim land. She was trying to survive and not thrive. And I'm not her anymore. And I'm okay with that. Girl, won't he do it? Because clearly, You, you know, if
0: you, people say, oh, things can't happen overnight. And they technically can. Like, seriously, once you start to invest in yourself, that 365, nevertheless, six months can look completely and holistically different. Not yeah. just bits and pieces and patching. And, um, and you know, also investing in you comes with people that aren't in your area code and your zip code. Like, I never would have met you if there wasn't a such thing as virtual land and or oh, no. right? And I'm thankful for you, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, we really truly have to lean in and take that time to be real with self and say self that over there didn't work you know we really don't kind of like feeling that way and we feel that way a lot or Mm -hmm. I really hate this job like so what are we going to do and not to say because you know I was telling my nine to five I was leaving them for a good 10 years they literally verbally told them and they probably stopped listening to me but at the end of the day it's like if I say it, eventually it'll happen. Right. Um, Mm. And so just making that shift, identifying it, and trying to figure out and throwing spaghetti at the wall, but investing in yourself at the same time to try to figure these things out and not by yourself, lean not on that own understanding. But.
1: And part of what you said, which I think people need to also hear is that life ain't gotta be hard. It doesn't have to be the struggle. Like we're taught that oh, it's it's gotta be hard. You know, it's gotta be a struggle. No, when we start embracing that abundance can come with ease, Mm -hmm. success and wealth can come with ease because there is no rule that says it has to be hard. But when you embrace it, it comes with ease. It you show up differently. You do,
0: because your mindset is totally different. It's like, I expect the best, not the worst. So I'm not bracing for the worst. I'm not, you know, saying everybody's a horrible person. Let me, you know, run away and do this by myself. Like it doesn't, the hardest part of our life is making a decision and sticking with it. Now, our decisions come with consequences. Some of those can be reversed. Some of those can't. Um, but once you make a decision, God gave us the, the option of choice. Yep. If and everything, everything in
1: life is a choice. Even when you're not making a choice, you're making a choice not to make a choice.
0: Say it again for the people in the back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even when you're not making a choice, you're making a choice. And everything we do is a choice. I choose to put myself first. Mm -hmm. I choose to love people who I want to love in the way that I want to love that works best for me. I choose to know that I am worthy of everything I truly desire because I breathe. Mm -hmm. not because I'm I'm this or that it's because I can breathe and I know all of you are too which is why I do what I do I love it absolutely love it
0: absolutely just because you breathe just because full stop like I love it I love it well Danielle you've told us who you're connected to now tell the people how they can connect to you where can they find you and all of that goody goodness, any programs or things you have coming up, all of the good stuff.
1: Yeah. So you can find me. And so, because I have the two different brands, you can find me in a couple of different places. Um, I am what am I on Instagram? I'm Hello Well with Danielle, which is the same name as the podcast. And you can also find my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, anywhere you can hear podcasts. I'm there. Um, so everything under that is under Hello Well with Danielle. And that's the same thing as for Facebook, um, as well as I have a Facebook group called the Wellness Revolution. Um, and then on let's see for Rogue Experiences, I'm Rogue Experiences on Facebook and on Instagram. And I have a group called the Women. Wow. What was the name? Oh, Women. What was it? Uh, Why why am I forgetting the name of my group? This is pretty sad. Oh, Women of Color Travel Therapy. I don't know why that just blinked on me because I'm like, I see the picture. I'm like, I don't even look at the name anymore because it's so long. Um, and then on t- I'm on Twitter, but I'm not really on Twitter. Let's be real. But I'm on Twitter as Hello well, Danny, uh, because my name is too long. That really pisses me off because <laughs> I hate the word Danny. Someone actually reached out to me via Twitter. Like, hey, Danny. I'm like, don't call me Danny. <laughs> like, that's not my name. <laughs> I'll put it straight out. I'm like, no, that's because Twitter has the count difference. And then I'm on um TikTok, which is new, um, is a hello with Danielle.
0: I love it. I love it. Guys, go follow her. She's absolutely amazing. Um, And then one thing I'll say about you is like, you are a mood, okay? Like a straight mood. Like whenever I see you, I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. And I was telling her before the podcast started, we were talking about TikTok. And I woke up the other morning and rolled over, probably should have been doing something, you know, more productive. But I got on TikTok. And I saw her and she's like, good morning, sis. And I was like, I love it. Good morning, Danielle. <laughs> and it literally started, jump started my day. So go follow her. She is a mood and it's high MG. Um, But it's not always like what you guys consider extroverted. It can be like real
1: chill. I'm not, I don't think I'm extrovert. And people look at me crazy when I say, I don't think I'm extrovert. I think I'm to some degree introvert. I am someone who... I love, I, I, cause I am an empath. I know that I need me time, but I don't think I'm out there like, Hey, da, 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 I can talk to different people, but I'm not like that person. Um, you're not, I just feel like, and that's what the energy gives is like, hey, yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> like, I'm there.
1: My whole thing is, and like when someone was like, Oh, someone called me, you know, a, a coach and an expert and a guru. And I'm like, I'm none of those things. I'm just someone who's been on a journey who wants to help guide other people on that same journey to living Hello well. like, um, I Like, I'm your sister girlfriend who may be two steps ahead of you, who just wants to kind of pull you along because I know that together we can make amazing ish happen.
0: And on that note,
1: mic drop, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on here. I love you, I love you, I love what you're doing. We need you, and I appreciate and honor everything that you are.
0: Well, oh, thank you, Mama Sita, because I, I absolutely adore you. Thank you for saying yes. I appreciate you. I know this episode is going to change lives and mindsets um, and hopefully open minds to a new perspective on ancestors and Reiki and Tarot. So as always, thank you so much. I love you to pieces. And enjoy your week. Thank you. Ciao. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode with Danielle and that you're ready to join the revolution of wellness, of healing and living authentically. You guys know I always say, who gonna check you, boo? Who? And the same thing applies with your wellness journey. It may not look like anyone else's, but it's yours. Follow her on all platforms. So you can stay up to date with how to live what hella well with Danielle. Have a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday. And I'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week.